Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome back to To Boldly Go, where the two of us boldly go where I've never been before, which is into the world of Star Trek. Uh, I'm Matthew Toffolo and leading me through this voyage is my partner Annie Levin, who is the captain of this ship. Uh, sure. We're on episode two, episode Charlie two. X. Charlie X. Now, you said to me before we watched Charlie X, you were like, oh, oh. Yeah. You were like, oh, not this one. <laughs> you said this would have been an episode that you wouldn't have shown me no. ordinarily. Before, because before we started this... Journey. Sorry, that's so stupid. Before we started this journey, it's a journey. It, it is a journey into Star Trek. I was picking out my some of my favorite episodes that we could watch, and we yeah. got through a couple, like we said last time. No, I would not have picked Charlie yet. No, so I went in with this notion that it was going to be really bad. So I never said it was really bad. No, it's just not one that I think of good Star Trek, and I think oh. Charlie Bloody X. <laughs> I thought. Did I you mean, like it? I thought it was good fun. Yeah, I thought, I it thought was good so fun. too. Uh, so the premise of this episode is: this teenage boy gets left on the Enterprise by a freighter crew. Yeah, they find him in a planet on his own, isn't he? On a zone where there are some known weird aliens. There's, you know, there's some weird aliens there. Um. Yeah. They don't know much about them, and neither does the Federation. They yeah. don't really know that much. So I kind of got a bit lost. Did you? And I sort of missed that bit, because when the aliens then turned up at the end of the episode, You're like, what the f- <laughs> I literally put down, uh, who or what is the creepy green man? <laughs> so I was a bit lost. I kind of got... Yeah. There, there were little bits where I was like, oh, wait, was there aliens or something involved in this? And then they turned up. They don't make it clear because I don't think they know. They know. They know. There's something strange. So was he raised by aliens? Yeah. Those aliens. You just got it. But that's no. I assume that was the case. Yeah. Sorry. But I thought. See, I thought. Okay. We're starting at the end. I know. We're starting at the end. We're going to be very confusing. But we. I thought that the reason why the planet was empty and there was no one there was because he was just a little piss baby and just zapped everybody away with his uh, googly-eyed powers. No, the aliens gave him the googly-eyed powers. Why? Because that's their power. That's how they survive. 
So they were teaching Charlie how to survive there. Oh, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Okay, the revelation. Oh, so, so wait, this kid, as a little babba, yeah. landed on the planet, the ship, well, the, their ship crashed or something. Yeah. And then the aliens raised he him thinks, and gave yeah, them. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Oh, that's not explicit then. No, I think, unless I misunderstood. Oh, fair enough. I okay. think that is wow. it. Wow. Okay, now I, now I totally understand. My God, I'm hopeless. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway. No. What's Kurt wearing? Oh, he's wearing his great green wrap thing. What's that about? It's great. It's what? like it's the captain's jacket. Picard has his little jacket too. Yeah, but it's like a I little thought... thing. Is it? Is that just his, like his casual yeah, wear? No, it's nice. It's the green. <laughs> sure, sure. I now, think it's nice. There's a continuity error though. There is one that I picked up. You did point it out because at one point. I see. I assumed as we were watching it because he's got the green one on, yeah. And then he goes off for a bit, and he comes back on in his usual yellow attire. And I assumed, okay, different day, different shirt. And then he practically like walks into a room or into a corridor, and his costume has changed. And I was like, oh, this is the same day, and <laughs> there's no way he just changed his shirt just for that. He just, it's just his more. It's his different type of thing that only he gets to wear and it shows a bit more chest i don't know i think bill likes it fair enough i'm not i don't want to spill for it i don't want to speak for what you don't want to speak for i don't want to speak for bill shatner fair enough do you know what episode this was recording wise this this <laughs> was i don't think i wrote this down check your tricorder but it, it was do you, do you see what i did there well done. Thanks. <laughs> well done. That'd be good, a little tricorder. Yeah, I get like that. that. Yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to send us a tricorder, uh, <laughs> Yorks cast. <laughs> I didn't write down which episode this was recorded, but they chose it as a second episode. Do you want to guess why? Or did you look this up? I don't know. I didn't look why up anything. Why do you think they chose this to air as a second episode in our... Uh, because William Shatner gets his nipples out. <laughs> No. No. Uh, because it was a lot like the first episode that they aired. No. I don't... I, yeah, no. I just thought it was funny that both episodes happened to be about this weird person who was on the ship. That is true. And it's a whole completely ship-bound yeah. episode, which is rare. This one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they chose it to air because no other episodes were ready. No. <laughs> <laughs> no other episodes were ready to air. Sure. Fine. Yeah. They were all filmed quite close to it and it yeah. was june or something right um yeah what was the production like on this in terms of so recording to broadcast they filmed a bunch of them in june i think right and just before it wasn't like doctor who yeah which is like <laughs> the week before yeah it wasn't like that but it wasn't that that far yeah it's not obviously not like today no i mean because uh, again you know i mentioned batman last time batman was very much the same that the there wasn't a lot, of, I think it was like a fortnight between an episode being shot and it going to broadcast or something ridiculous. Um, yeah, I think it was a little bit longer. Yeah, maybe I might be exaggerating that a bit. But, but they weren't that far okay. before. The cage, yes, because that was much before. That was the so pilot, was, yeah. so, yeah. But, yeah, so it was ready and they couldn't, um, they couldn't do anything else. So they just thought... Fine, fair enough. I I don't know. I think it's it's fine the way the where it is. I don't think it harms the show. 
No. It's not my favorite episode, Charlie X, no. but I do it. I thought I it don't was mind just, it. It's it's good fun. I thought it was a good fun episode. And Aside from certain things that I don't really like in it. Oh, okay. Like what? I think it's a very male episode. I don't know. How, it's, it's a very the. It's a very male dominated episode. Like the the. Yeah, is the teaching a man to grow up? Yeah. Is that very? And per- it's done, yeah. It, I know what you're gonna say. Sorry. What? No, that it's it's done in a very sort of masculine, yeah, patriarchal well, we get, way. We get our, yeah, our shirts off and yeah, we, well, we fight in the gym. Yeah, yeah, but it it's it's fine. I don't. It doesn't. I just I feel bad for Janet mostly in it, and I. Yeah, yeah she I does have know. a really rough time of it. She does because she starts off. And this you know, is not the only episode she's going to have a rough time of. Oh, There's really? one that's a bit worse coming up. Oh my God, worse things. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And this was pretty bloody bad because I mean, she basically has the stalker for the episode. She does. Um, so let's talk. Let's talk about her lovely stalker. Her yeah, Charlie. Charlie X. I was so confused in that first bit. Yeah, I can't <laughs> do his eyes. I shouldn't have done that. It hurt. Um, yeah. And I, I, my first note was, what were the cross eyes about? I also said, why is he wearing an assortment of carpets? Because it's a ca- okay, is. it does look like lots of carpets stitched together. But, you know, hey, it's the future. Um, and I've put so far every episode is, what's the deal with this weirdo? <laughs> that is true. That is quite... Yeah, I had noticed that connection before. <laughs> so, so I'm looking forward to episode three. To see. Where no man has gone before. It is different. So I've already mentioned that I thought that the kid killed all the crew or something. Yeah. Because I missed the beginning and I wasn't really sure. I did, those guys just wanted to be shot of him, didn't they? Yes. They were scared of him. They were terrified of him. Yeah. And then he kills all of them. He does kill all of them, doesn't he? That's dark. That is dark. And we have that whole thing of them trying to talk to them. Yeah. And he kills all of them because they were trying to warn the Enterprise. Yeah. And then they're just gone. It's really cool. It's I, quite scary. I, 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 I liked the way that this episode starts off with like, oh, okay, this is a bit of a weird kid, but, you know, I'm sure he's all right, really. And then he's just like, no, I'm actually a homicidal psychopath. So, you know, here we go. And it's good. You know, it's good that it was interesting seeing the crew go up against, you know, probably one of the most powerful things that they i guess come across because i mean he can do literally anything he can well zap you out of existence with a thought foreshadowing to another episode that i like more right squire of gothos when we get to that right i won't say anything else about it because it's a nice surprise in it okay but it is a i think this could be kind of a prototype to that right i think it's kind of similar Similar sort of thing. Idea, yeah. Okay. I this will, uncontrolled I, power. Right. Because we get the... Fa- I think what makes Charlie so scary is because he's a teenager. Yeah. And if I... Yeah, just to think of a teenager mm. having the power to do anything yeah. to anyone. He does some really fucked up things. He does do some really... The, the face. The face was really scary. Was removing really that woman's face. Yeah, that and was then, really good. And making that other girl really old. Um, and it's just mean-spirited stuff yeah. that a teenager would do. Like, yeah. I'm going to make you old because I don't fancy you. Yeah. And I'm supposed to fancy you, but I fancy Janice. Yeah. <laughs> Janice. Um. Like gal pal. <laughs> <laughs> <Janice>. So, 
there's some there was a weird thing that went on towards the start when we first start to see that Charlie is a bit of a wrongen. Yeah. And that is when he slaps Janice's bottom. Yes. So we we watched it and we were like, oh, holy shit, you know, that, that, you know, what? But then when he was like, oh, I saw those two guys do it. And we were like, wait, what? And we rewound it back. And that guy smacked that other guy on the ass. Yeah, he did. They're mates. For me, still, don't you do that with all your No, mates? I don't. Um, Billy, next time I see you, I'm going to slap you on the ass. Um, yeah, ra- it's really random. It, uh, but, hey. But I think it's, I think it's a good setup I, when you do that and he's just copying something. Yeah. And at first you get that, oh, he's this child who doesn't understand anything about human behavior. He's never been around humans. Yeah. And Kirk is very like, ah, hi, my young man, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you made a mistake. Um, and it's that innocent teenager <laughs> thing, but then it escalates to this. <laughs> I what? mean, I did put here, because Jan- the first thing Janice says, like, when go she's talk like, to the she said, go talk to Kirk. And I've put, don't ask Kirk, he's slapping all the asses <laughs> of all the women. So... <laughs> Like the, the last person you need to talk to, talk to McCoy or Sulu. No, don't talk to bloody Sulu, you wouldn't know what to say. Well, he's just, he's just saying, you slap, slap the men's asses. <laughs> he would too. Yeah, but it is that, that's the thing what I meant when I said it's a very male, we get that father figure in Kirk. Yeah. Which I, I think it does work for Kirk's character as yeah. well. This, I, I mean, I like this one because, I mean, it's very Kirk centric really yes. for a lot of it which um, the first one wasn't which the first one wasn't which is uh, unusual because you you know at least in my head i guess you always kind of see the captain as the lead well particularly this is fair enough isn't it really i mean i know it's an ensemble show but it's led by well original series a bit more but right. as you get to the other shows you do have episodes where it's focused on different characters yeah much less than sometimes Cisco doesn't even show up. Right. Picard doesn't even show up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But, um, or just for a second. Yeah. But yeah, but I think Kirk is the major presence. The, the trio really you have to have all of them. Yeah. Um, but I think it's such a good episode for Kirk because it's out of everyone in the ship, Charlie doesn't listen to anyone yeah but he knows that kirk he has to listen to because yeah. in the end kirk is the one that is standing up to him and telling yeah. him off and i think it's just there's a really cool i don't know if this was done on purpose but this really interesting piece of costume design where at the end when charlie goes all bad and he go enters the ship the the, the, the bridge yeah he's wearing a wrap kind of like kirk's Right, yes. So he's kind of emulating. He's yeah. like, he's the male figure that I want to be like. Yeah. And Janet... <laughs> She's still going to be woman, called Janet. Janice fancies Kirk. She likes him. Right. And Kirk kind of likes her as well. Yeah. And Charlie sees that. She's got a pulse that's good enough for Kirk. <laughs> but he does like her. Um, so Charlie sees him as his father figure he has all the power in the ship. Yeah. He's the captain. 
and he gets the girl that he's so in love with. Yeah. So that really builds up Kirk as this idol for Charlie, yeah. which I, I think just it works very neatly. And in the end, he's trying to be like him. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't work because he doesn't. He's not. He's that, not a leader. He's, that's it. Because that, that's that's how I, what it all hinges on, isn't it? When he takes control of the ship. Yeah. It, I mean, Kirk's sort of like well, you know you can't you can't control everything, you know. Um, oh, and you also have that great parallel of Kirk and beating Spock at chess. Yeah. Like this. And Spock is like, he's kind of pissed off, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of like, oh, damn. Um, Ed and Charlie can't do it. And instead of beating him, he has a meltdown, literally, and melts And the melts chest, the pieces, yeah. Which, again, you have that, he's trying to be like Kirk. He's trying to yeah. beat Spock at chess. Yeah. But he can't do it. So yeah, because he's like, oh, I don't... He's like, oh, should I tell you the rules? And he's like, oh, I didn't do yeah, the rules. Yeah, I know the rules. Yeah. He's trying to do that cool, cool Yeah, guy. Like, I, I can do anything, you know, in any situation. You know, I'm a leader, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so it's really good for Kirk, this it's, episode. It's cool. Yeah. Now, talking of chess, mm. what is that? Three-dimensional chess. Three-dimensional chess. Okay. Can you... Do you know how to play it? No, I don't know how to play it. Oh, I don't know. But I. But there is a game. <laughs> I know there is a game. I saw it the other I day. My brain isn't big enough for that. It's in three dimensions. <laughs> I can't do it. I mean, surely all, all, chess, all is, chess is in three dimensions. Um, yeah, but it has layers. <laughs> it's how many bits? Bit. Seven bits. Uh, is it seven? Probably. I don't, I don't know. know. I've never counted. No. It's cool. It is cool. I quite like the tree dimension. Tree dimension. Three dimensional. Three dimensional. You're from Brazil. It's fine. <laughs> Poor English speaker. Um, what I liked about the... I mean, all the props in Star Trek is that they look really well made and they like do. proper things. Yeah. Not, not like a Doctor Who prop where it looks like... Shit. A cardboard box with some lights in it, or you know, a bit of bit of big tap. penis and the time monster. A big penis. Oh yeah, I was like, what? Erato um, <laughs> and creature from the pit. That He's a, too. That's a big penis. How many? He, he just has count? a big penis. Um, but it's really, really nicely made. It looked like something you could it's buy great. because when I saw it, I was like, is this has this been made for Star Trek or is this something you can actually? get beforehand but i'm guessing it was made for star trek you mentioned it in doctor who in one episode do they yeah i think so no way do they i don't know i don't know i think i remember watching it and I, like, oh maybe they do star trek maybe they do doctor who same universe no no there's a comic where they meet up though yeah tom baker meets captain kirk and the cybermen oh I would have put John Pertwee with them. John Pertwee with would Captain Kirk. Would have been Kirk. very good. Yeah. They would have Or they would have other. clashed. Yeah. But then a, they would have worked together in the end. Yeah. There's an interv- interview with William Shatner and John Pertwee. John really? Pertwee interviews William Shatner. Really? Yeah. Oh, I want to watch that. It's really weird, but hey, hmm. it was in the 90s. What do you expect? Yeah. Um, so I've put, is he psychic, gets a date, then serves some sexual harassment? I can't yeah. remember what that's in relation to. Gets a date. What's that about? I can't remember that. Well, Janice tells him to meet her. Oh. When Uhura's doing her lovely in, song that Matthew did not like. I just thought it was a bit weird and a bit sort of... Charlie's on darling. That bit was okay. 
it was the bit about Mr. Spock, was I thought was a bit oh, yeah. weird. That was a bit odd. His devil eyes. She goes. Yeah. I, I can't sing it. But I don't remember it. Yeah, because what's he? I knew he's he played the, that Vulcan, Vulcan kind of instrument, harp thing. Yeah, liar. Liar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. I love it. I like that they're just hanging out. Playing. Yeah, I mean that's that's cool. I like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, my only point of comparison for stuff like that is episodes of Justice League Unlimited where they're just eat, sitting down eating their dinner mm, in the refectory. That sounds nice. Um, which is kind of what it is, isn't it? It is like a Yeah, it is. It? Um, you asked what their food was, their little block. Oh, yeah. The, little... Yeah, the replicators aren't as good in the original series, so they don't make all the food. Because in the next gen, they can just ask for any food they want. Oh, and so, it just comes out Yeah, properly. I'd ask for sushi every night, for example, and I'd just have sushi. You'd have real sushi. Yeah. Okay. But Well, it, it, is, it is. They say it's not as good if you cook it, if you don't cook it. But it has, it has a taste of it. Right. But it's all little blocks. Okay. It's nice. So it's like fu- future, it's future, future food. food. Yeah. Okay. It's future like food. Like the food machine on the TARDIS. Yeah, but it, it doesn't take ten minutes to make water. True. True. Well, there we go. Again, Star Trek beats Doctor Who in that case. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So we have that, and then Charlie comes in with the cards. And the- yeah, but first Charlie, Phantom of the Opera's Hura, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. With, like, the Phantom and Carlotta. Yeah. He makes her throat. She goes, yeah. Yeah, because she makes fun of him. He has that thing of you can't make fun yeah. of him. Because he zaps that guy who laughs at him in the gym. Yeah. That's good. That's a bit later, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But he... Yeah, he has that really sensitive thing. He's got a real chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Poor Charlie. I don't know. Yeah. Uhura's making fun of him in front of Janice, and he doesn't want that. I said Janice. You said Janice. And and it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, this card trick stuff. Because I remember when we watched it, I was like, how is he doing this? Because, you know, he... How do people think he's doing this, basically? Why is Janice not like, how did you get a card in my bra? And gets a card with a photo of her. Yeah. It's a great trick. Is it a great trick? I thought it was going to be a nude photo the first time. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, it's going to be. If, <laughs> if only. <laughs> if only. Oh, poor Janice. She doesn't deserve any of this. Yeah, she's, she's had enough. Um, she's really good with him. She tells him off. She tells him off. That is, yeah. You know, I mean, I liked that bit where she talks to Kirk and she says, oh, He's got a look in his eyes that I've seen before in other men. She said, and he's getting to the point now where... It's making her uncomfortable. It, yeah, if, if he tries anything, I'm going to have to hurt him. Um, God, I wish... did he, We don't see a like, give him a smack or anything, do we? I don't think so. Oh, we should have done. That would have been great. Well, she goes to... Yeah, she does. That's when he... Oh, is that when, she zap, when he zaps her out of existence? Yeah, he zaps. Yeah. Oh, he does. I, I can't. Does he? I, we watched this last week. Our memories are like I feel goldfish. like I remember the man trap I've seen better. this many times. Yeah. I, should, I should know. You should. Come my, on. My brain is full of 
nonsense now. It's Doctor Who. It is. It's, it's taking over a brain. Um, but it was. It was. I mean, I. I, I thought that was. I th- yeah, I thought that was really good. Very well handled that whole situation. Well, the cards. No. The no. <laughs> no, but that uh, that exchange with yes. Captain Kirk. Yeah, um, it was, and it's a very that environment of yeah. He's he's her boss, but he's he's gonna take care. He's the human resources yeah. of the ship. He's gonna take care of it. Yeah. But it's also that protective Kirk personality. Yeah. I guess. I you. wonder what Picard would have said if someone came out like, "I'll deal with it." <laughs> I'm getting back to my book. <laughs> no. He would have like, been good. Talk to somebody to else. Riker. <laughs> yeah, but. It so, is. Sorry, Captain. It, this was Riker. That, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's who I'm complaining about. Um, William Shatner wrestling with Charlie. Yes. Sucking his tummy in. Do we think he's sucking his yes, tummy in? Yes, he is. He's like this. I mean, he, he does. looks good. I was just saying, he doesn't look too bad. No, I mean, how old good. was Shatner at this he point? Was 30? Was a bit older than me. I, that's weird. That like, is really weird to think. Late 30s, mid 30s? Well, he's what, like 90 now or something? He is, ba- yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a fun <laughs> scene. I don't know. In the back, you can see the guys Oh, fighting. yeah, there's two men fighting, and it's just like, yeah, they are literally doing nothing other than just cla- clanging that each other. That game comes back later in Next Gen. Oh, really? I, I think it's a similar game. Okay. Yeah, that episode's quite something. Yeah. What, good, a good something or a, <laughs> oh, boy? Oh. Okay. Do- yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, it's a long I, time before we get to yeah, it next is. generation. It is. I um, stop talking about it. Yeah, but it's that I like the gym. Scene. Again, is that very like well, that, manly? That, let's have a fight. Yeah, like, let me teach you how it's to so fall. It's ma- so macho thing, it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It's really oh yeah, because what's that thing? It's like oh, I can't tell. I can't teach you how to fight someone until you know, know how, how to, to fall. fall down. Um, and then that guy starts laughing at him and yeah. he zaps him. And yeah, that's obviously the big reveal, isn't it? Yeah. That this is his his amazing powers. And I love how that scene is directed with the with the lighting, because you get all these nice close ups of Charlie and Kirk and the letterbox lighting over their yeah. eyes. Oh, that lighting. Yeah, no, it's great. I love it. it. Every time there's a beautiful woman, oh, yeah. you have soft, that lighting. Soft focus and yeah. yeah. Vaseline very, on the camera. Very Hollywood, like old Hollywood. It uh, is. It's, it's great. good. It's great. I it just it. adds the style, style to it. Yeah, I think that's it. It's the, the, the directing for this and for the other episode as well, for the first episode. You know, there's a lot of style um, in it. And again, I guess that's because American TV came out of American movies. Yeah. Um, unlike the theatre and television over here yeah so um, you have that hollywood yeah there's a the, style. yeah it, it, it's quite nice yeah it makes it a bit and especially now watching it in hd it does feel like wow this looks like it could have been shot yesterday and it, it looks amazing why did charlie turn the nice girl into an iguana i've put here she turns a nice girl into not, an iguana she's not the she's one she's not he the wants. one that he wants oh yeah think... that's really sad he she sets him up, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, with this old nice Janice. girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, okay, I'm too old for you. Yeah. So I'm going to set you up with this nice ensign, whatever she is. And he, he wants her. He has yeah. that thing. He's got that infatuation, as well. Yeah. And is that, is that a whole, I must 
I chose her and yeah. if I did, I must have her because I can get anything I want because I yeah. think that's the way he was raised. Yeah. So I think it's, very, it's a very good portrayal of that teenage need to get everything you want. And then he starts attacking everyone and he attacks. I was noticing that when he's first had his breakdown and he starts making people do all these things, mm. it's women mostly that he attacks. Yeah. Because he turns her into one and blanks her face. The other girl so, gets old. Yeah. And then that girl gets turned into an iguana. Yeah. So he's attacking these women because he was rejected by one. Yeah. And he has that anger against them because he didn't get the one that he wanted. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a lot of men on the internet. It does. Yeah. Incel. <laughs> incel. <laughs> incel. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie X. X incel. <laughs> Charlie Incel. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but in the end, you do feel bad for him. When... The aliens come... I felt bad for him, did you? I mean, I was more confused as to the aliens. Because <laughs> I, I was like, what's going on? Um, it kind of lost me towards the end, i got to say. Did it? I, well, because I was confused. Uh, I mean, I thought the effect was really well done. Yeah. How they did the, 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 the wibbly green alien. Because it was just a, gr- a guy with green lighting. But obviously, the way that they'd done yeah. it, 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 it was, it was very effective. Uh, especially for, uh, uh, I guess, a, a, a being that is predominantly mind powers you know yeah. it doesn't need like a real corporeal form yeah you get lots of those yeah i guess it's yeah cheaper than making a suit yeah but and it's better i think you don't need them to be always yeah. a physical thing yeah but i think it's first i think it's nice that they before we get the aliens the crew comes up with this way to turn everything on yeah to push him to his limit. Yeah. And I think that's really good because it does show, it shows their ingenuity to yeah. solve a problem and it does show that he's not invincible. Yeah. So I thought that was really good. I like that. And then when you get to the aliens, shame you didn't understand because it's such a good bit. It's just, Charlie, it goes back to, because you kind of lose him being a teenager for a while because he took over the ship and is torturing yeah. everyone. Yeah, I mean, he's really awful to, like, he is Kirk awful. and Spock, you know. He, he is breaks their legs awful. or whatever he does. He broke Spock's legs? Yeah. It's awful. It's kind of terrifying. It yeah. is really terrifying. And, and then you get Spock's character of, yeah. oh, my God, he doesn't. he's not showing it. Yeah. Which is really good for him. Like it's, it's clever, this episode, because, you know, it kind of starts off kind of quirky in a way yeah it's like the, a sort of a weird eyes, quirky yeah. mystery and you're like what is going on here and then like with the ass slapping and stuff and you're you know you're like okay this is a bit weird and you know outrageous yeah and then t- by the end it's like you said it's quite horrifying it the whole tone shifts and suddenly the stakes are right. incredibly high because you're like well how i mean that's all i could think was like well how are they going to stop him if he yeah can just... you did say that I yeah think. And they're taking him to a colony because he wants to be around He wants people. to be around other people. So, and he, oh my God, we're going to unleash this power. Yeah. Of this. So it is, it's a lot. But then, and, but then you have that base thing of he's just a child. And then you get the aliens coming for him. Yeah. And I wrote it down. I think it's something he says. He just says, take me home to Kirk, to the colony. And he's yeah. begging and you get that really, oh my gosh. He's just a kid. Yeah. And he doesn't have any control over over all this. He's just a kid with too much power. So you do... F- and all of the crew are just staring at him like, we're not going to help you. We're not going to stop these aliens. Yeah. It's, it's quite sad. I felt bad for him. 
No, he's a horrible person. Yeah. But it's just, if he'd been raised in, by... Yeah. By, and being around others. Yeah. Now, I thought this at the time, and I didn't really think about it too much, but it's just come to me. I'm sure there's an episode of The Simpsons that is inspired by this, one of the Treehouse of Horror episodes, where Bart Simpson has the power to do anything and he like turns Homer into a jack-in-the-box and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, can you remember yeah, that? I remember that. And that was what I thought initially. I was like, oh, wait, this is like this Cheers of Horror episode. I'm sure I'm going to be picking up a lot of, oh, this is like this. Yeah, as because we watch it's this. just so many classic sci-fi concepts yeah. that are um, maybe invented or used in this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that thing, isn't it? Like, you know, what, what could be scarier than have, giving a child that much power because, you know, they don't, like I said, don't know how to use it or, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought it was a, a, a fun episode. Uh, I mean, I was quite shocked that Janice got zapped away. Uh, Do you think she died? You turned to me and said, she died. She well, dead. because I hadn't <laughs> seen her in any of the later episodes. And I was like, oh shit, you know, she was, you know, well, that's, is that it? Was that the end of Janice? Uh, but obviously not. It's the birth of Janet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we to assume that when she comes back, Everyone he kills comes back, or was it just she was just a one and done? I hope everyone comes back. Did he just put her away somewhere? I, yeah, he says I put her away. He says yeah. something like I put her. He's good. I yeah. think he's good that actor. He does a good job. He does a really good job. Yeah, he does a good job. Yeah, and then it's like toys that he doesn't want to play with anymore. Yeah, so he puts them away, and everyone's turned back to normal. Yeah, I think the aliens might bring them back. Okay. Because they. So have, did he? Did, so the crew on that other ship, they come Oh, back. I think they're, they're too they're far dead. gone. They're dead. Okay. They're dead. We can't do anything about that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, his is... They're dead. They're dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I, do you want I, to know a fun fact about it? I do want to know a fun fact. Do you know that voice that we heard over the, the intercom where he says... Um, oh, the there's turkeys in the replica in the oven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No turkeys. You no, know that was. Who was it? That was Gene Roddenberry. It's his only oh, really? appearance in Star Trek. Wow. It was the voice of the chef saying turkey. Cool. Yeah. Do we ever see the chef? Do we ever see no. the ship's chef? So Which doesn't make sense because there's replicators. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. We don't see him. Maybe on, a, on an occasion. They, we don't they... see him. He's too busy messing with the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, cool! Oh, there we go. And he, so he never appeared in it because obviously his wife. Yeah, it's Nurse Chaplin and Waxana. Yeah. Um, ah, well, that's nice. I, I, I'm glad that you have given me that little fact. That's good. It's not like I looked it up. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know yeah. if there's anything else you want to add to this one. I didn't think there was a, a masses that we could really say here, but I enjoyed it. I mean, all right, I did lose myself. <coughs> Towards the end, because I missed missed a bit of dialogue at the start. Um, yeah, I don't think it's as strong as the Man Trap. No, I think it's just less tight a story. I think it's not as. I did like it more than I thought I was going to when I moaned before watching it. Basically, yeah. I did enjoy it. I thought it was. 
again, it did good character work. I think Spock is still finding his feet, but Spock, once he gets... Yeah. Spock is a really hard character, but Leonard Nimoy is so... I think, I think that's Spock's what... Spock's my favorite. I love him. I, th- I think that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, is a, but is once, a good Spock. Yeah, we need a good Spock... Episode. Centered episode. Yeah. yeah, because obviously this one, like we said, felt very Kirk-centered. Yeah. Because McCoy wasn't really in this one no, much McCoy at all. No, McCoy wasn't really in it. Um, and obviously Sulu wasn't in it at all, I don't think. No. And Scotty, we've not... We've, we've not, not, we've not even met Scotty. Not, oh, I love Scotty. Yeah. Chekhov doesn't come until later. Yeah. Yeah, so we have our crew. Uhura was good in it. Uhura was good in it, yeah. Um, and we have Janice being a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Kirk... Is the star of this one really? We'll get to a really good Spock one soon, and you see how yeah, great he I'm is. Looking forward to it. So the next one is. I think it's where no man has gone before. Where no man has gone before. What do you think is going to happen in that one? Any wild guess? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's difficult because obviously I hear those words and I think of the opening titles. Mm. Um. So I don't know. It's not... Well, I know it's not going to be something like time travel because we've... Time travel comes later in that episode we watched together. City on the Edge of Forever. Yeah. So I really don't know. Okay. Where we... Yeah, where no one has gone before. I'm excited to rewatch it. If not, It's not... Because I had my... I watched Star Trek every night before going to bed for about five years. Yeah. I just had to, otherwise I wouldn't fall asleep. No. It wasn't on my routine of episodes i would rewatch as much okay i never touched the early ones as much so it's nice to rewatch them yeah because i'm enjoying it because i i used to uh, you know me i like my favorites that i watch oh yeah endlessly of yeah 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 but so i'm excited to rewatch this one okay yeah right. so what would you give charlie what would i give charlie x, x out, of, out of x out of 10 out of 10 yeah charlie 10 um i would give it Seven slaps on the ass. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I'm not saying that. Um, I would give it I a. Should have s- gone. Seven slaps on the ass. Well done. Yeah. Well, audio audio people won't get that nice visual. <laughs> um, Just imagine it. Yeah. And then and then I would give it six point five. Slaps on the ass. Slaps on the ass, yes. Okay. You stop halfway through the last yeah. one. Hesitant. Yeah, hesitant point five. Yeah. It's not my favorite episode, but I I did enjoy it more than I thought it would. I, I just think I enjoyed it because it was a bit it was to it's me it seemed mental. a bit batshit. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it is, it is and, it and is. I think that's what I enjoy about Star Trek is that from the episodes that we've watched you know, it can be a bit more cerebral and it it isn't afraid to do something that seems quite wacky, but it's actually rooted in something really good. Um, that, yeah, that's the beauty, especially of 60s Star Trek. You just get some crazy ones that yeah, are just... Yeah, I mean, this does really feel like some writer was sat at his typewriter and thought, I fucking hate my son. He's a right little bastard. <laughs> Imagine if he had the power to just, you know, zap me out of existence. Oh, okay. You know, it feels like the, the, some of the plots are just like these little whims 
They're like, what? Yeah, but what then they add, happened? they pile on the yeah. stuff, and it makes. Um, I think both of them have had really interesting concepts so yeah. far, and I think that's the strength of the show. You get sometimes you get the stupid episodes, but we love them. Um, but I think they have the. But I think like when you compare it to something like sixties Doctor Who, which, in a way, is sort of fairly formulaic. It is very much the travelers land on this planet or this time they get caught up in something they they sort it out and then they bugger off yeah or there's an alien invasion they sort it out they bugger off where you do get the nice ethical stuff you do get the nice ethical stuff um the Aztecs and all that. Like the Aztecs, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, hey, I'm a Doctor Who fan. I'm not. I'm not I trying know. To, I'm not I trying know. to underplay Doctor Who. I, no, I, I don't think want people both... who who thinking that I'm like. Well, yeah, Star Trek's a bit more highbrow than Doctor Who. No, uh, I don't think I. I don't know. I think they both have their pearls and their yeah. I think trash bins. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think yeah, I think it approaches the same issue dilemma with. But I think the ethics is just a big part of Star Trek. Yeah. With the Prime Directive, which is not we've not really seen yet. Yeah. But that idea of what would we do if we went out in space and saw all these aliens and met all these different things. Shag them if you're Captain Kirk. You heard mm-hmm. it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah. Shag them. Uh, so, I, so, I, so I'm led to believe. I mean, I haven't seen any episodes. He's done very He's little. He's not that bad. Oh, isn't he? I thought he was a, an old shagger. That's shagger, <laughs> Captain Kirk. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I mean, I I have seen no evidence to suggest that it's coming. But it's not that bad. I'm sure, he was too. But um, oh my god! So and with that, I think, so sorry. think we'll leave it here. Now you know what Billy has to put up with on review of death. Uh, yeah, sign us out. Go on, sweetie. Me? Well, you was doing it. All right. Uh, well, it. that was us talking about Charlie X. So can join us next time for Where No Man Has Gone Before. Hopefully, otherwise, I don't know. I think it's that one next. Yeah, the, yeah. That, that, that rings a bell. That, yeah. That's what it looked like on the That'll on be the fun. Well, That'll be good. Thanks for watching slash listening. Yeah. yeah. See you we'll see you next time. Next time, when we actually remember Janice's real name. I'm so sorry, Janice. I apologize. <laughs> Maybe I should just say, put a little caption at the bottom. Apologies to <laughs> Janice. Should. Should. Yes, we know it's Janice. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>